0: You know, um, can be stating the anointing, I was, it was on play, it was on repeat um, before I came to minister. All this afternoon here, it was on repeat because it moves me because it literally sings Isaiah 61 to me. You know, he says, you know, once you've known the anointing, you will never be the same. And But I'm not sure a lot of young people would like to listen to that again so i can't push it down their throat i said these are the songs that are in my time these songs were you know it 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 made me strong i love it so much and because of those songs i was able to put away my uh the songs that were not doing much for my spirit man or my soul you know the worldly songs i was able to replace them with this and those were the songs that rocked in those days but today you want to listen to hill song you want to listen to you know so we must realize that the word of god is the same god is still the same he's unchanging but our methods must change our methods must change okay and that's why we read the bible from our devices uh, because this generation i mean a five-year-old you put a phone in there or they're able to grab your phone they don't shouldn't have a phone at five but they grab your phone they don't even need the manual they already know what to press it's like how do they know? did they come wired ready You know, I'm telling you, it's a different generation. And for some of us, it may look scary, but why should it be scary? We should just ask, God give me wisdom, God give me grace, and let us do the research. Let us do the research. In the time when we were born in my generation, and even up to those who were maybe in their 30s now or 40s, because I know my younger sister, okay, when babies were born, their eyes were closed. At least I know my eyes were closed. They told me my eyes were closed for about... Two days or a day and a half, but after a while, that time span became shorter. So when a child is born, their eyes are closed, and then the parents were waiting for the day or the hour that you know the child will then open their eyes. But today, children are born with their eyes wide open, wide open, screaming and kicking. I am telling you what has changed. Changing times, changing times is almost. I don't know whether we'll see the day that a child will be born and they're already talking, I'm telling you. So we've got to move with the changing times, but the word of God is the same. God is the same. God is the one that is allowing new generations to be born, is allowing children to be born. So he's not taken aback. We are the one that could be old school and be stuck in old ways of doing things. Stuck in buildings when people are out in brothels. When people, even in the time where there was no pandemic and we could go to church, and there'll be a time when we will, the church doors will be open. Don't worry, that will, it will be wide open don't be bothered it will be that time will come but when that time comes we must still use media we must still use media we must still go into places we must still go into youtube or whatever social media has come because that is where they are we must still invade the places and the spaces where um the gospel will just pop up in their feed and they're like where was I? I wasn't following Nikki I wasn't following femi what, what is this popping up in my feed? You know, because there's explore. So even if they're not following you, when you post things enough, it will drop in their feet. You know, and before they know it, they will have swallowed it. Because again, you're looking good. You're looking tush. That's another thing. Appearances we're looking because that's the thing. This generation is moved by what they see. So before they say what is she saying, they've already seen the. They've already seen the graphics hello i don't want to preach social media here that's why we do all kind of wonderful graphics just because we want to say something okay i want to tell people that hey you know what jesus is coming soon and you must make heaven and then I, I put a nice picture of myself smiling because when they see the picture of says, ah this woman is fine i don't even know her while they're staring at the picture they've already read the caption hallelujah or if it's a video so these are that is just an example of i mean of a method i can't even begin to go into details but you see when you love people you will do anything you will go the extra mile to save them to harvest their soul you won't say i can't use social media <laughs> and you're a woman of god man of god. and you said god has called you you will use it though you will use it praise god hallelujah and the twenty-first century um and um 21st century ministry or ministry in changing times we must be open to learning i think i've said that without even looking at my notes because i said learning creative um new ways of doing things new tools we must be open and it's not for us to be um overwhelmed we don't have to be overwhelmed. for example you don't have to be on all social media if linkedin is not your thing please you don't be on linkedin if that is not your thing don't be there OK, if Facebook is your thing, stay there and use it, you know, to, because to try and be on all, especially if you don't have someone managing for you, you, just burn out. You need to know which one you love the most, which one works most for you and which one. Where are your audience? Where are your audience? Really? You know, where are they most? Um, um, I think most of my audience are in Instagram, um, YouTube for now. Okay, I don't know about Snapchat, so sorry. But if someone teaches me, then I'll go there. Ah, Twitter, they like talking about political things, politics, politics. So, again, it's just about going the extra mile and sitting down and researching. And you may say about yeah, that, Ed, no, it's not Bible. And you do see me as always reading Bible 24-7. Rich, Google, where are young people, where do what media do young people? It's And God will will reward you for it and love you for it because it means that you are so eager to get these people out of the fire you are so eager for people to make heaven you are so eager for them to even know this god and come into a loving relationship with him you're so eager for them to not be in despair you're so eager for them not to perpetually be sinking in sin and you're ready to be vulnerable vulnerability is a tool that we can use in these end times i use it a lot because god has made me wired me to be real to be authentic i mean sometimes it's daunting but sometimes i say well whatever i'm going to share it anyway just because i know somebody will be one somebody will be able to open up to me when i open up also about my not so perfect life so vulnerability is a tool storytelling is a tool you share your story you share how you were before and how god you know, how you met God, how you are now, though not perfect, but you are much better than where you were. Don't hide that, you know, don't say you have always been a good boy. Mm. I've always come first in school, academics. I was that everybody, if everybody came first in the set. So who came 20 out of 20? Who came last? Who came, you know, we must never be ashamed of such stories. We must let people see the power of God, what the power of God and the word of God have done to us so that they want it also. Hallelujah. And so um, the 21st century minister or the minister, the apostle, the teacher, whatever your calling is, in changing times, um, will need to maintain balance. You will need to watch your emotional health, watch that space, watch your mental health. Um, it's important. You can't take on too much. You can't, to the point of burnout, um, watch your mental health, watch your space, watch your boundaries as well. Um, so that you don't fall into sin, so that you don't run dry and before you know it, um, a sin you thought you've done away with, whether it's fornication or whatever, and you just find yourself flat in the face. Be- and it's all because you are not taking in the word, you want resting enough, you want even feeling your soul enough, you want resting, you want going, um, for you know, maybe a walk, exercising, or just after a long stretch of being busy, go to the beach or go to the balcony in your house and just sit down and sip some tea and relax, okay? Not every time in the book of Habakkuk and Zephaniah, just relax and feel yourself back emotionally, strengthen yourself, okay? In changing times like this, the minister must have strong accountability, Have friends, a friend you're accountable to, a brother, a sister in the Lord, a mentor, you know, like Femi was saying earlier, you know, even if you can't reach that mentor you really want because he or she is overwhelmed already, has so many people they're catering for, there will still be someone within your vicinity, you know, that is um closer to to your reach that would really have time for you and pour into you and listening to you and Be accountable um, for you. Um, Even that person might be a mentee of the mentor you want. And so there's that step, and you might eventually be able to, you know, reach that mentor that you want, but you might be able to, for now, reach the mentee of that mentor. And that's good enough, you know. So, books, um, be knowledgeable about the Bible. But about the world around us, because if we don't know what is going on, hmm, if we don't know what is going on, we will not be able to relate with people. So imagine reading the Bible. I know there's nobody right now on earth, I guess, that doesn't know what COVID-19 is. But maybe there are some people in one corner of the world that may say, that, hey, COVID what? What is it? You know, everybody will just laugh and say, hey, hey We have you? Where? Even in the village, you know, they had the." corona you know so you just have to be knowledgeable don't think that those things will contaminate you because how will you know how you have prayer points i used to you know say that i listen to the news not just now but i take it in bits because again because of this virus thing the news sometimes is toxic it's the same thing is on repeat so when i've heard it that okay and these numbers is is now gone up to this fine by time I'm hearing in the second, I don't, I'll just switch it up because I'm like, you said that before, CNN, BBC, you've said that, why, why are they repeating, you know? But we listen to news because we want to know what's going on around the world. We want to have prayer points. That is where sometimes I source my prayer points from because if you don't know what's going on, how do you even know what to pray for? The Holy Spirit will show you, but how do you know when the prayer has been answered? When you look at the news or the newspapers, well, we don't read hard copy newspapers anymore, so it's still on the social media, you're following your favorite news feed and you check in once a day to see whatever and then you see what you actually prayed for a few days ago is now reported in the news and you're able to praise God if you don't follow the news how will you know they've even made a U-turn how do you know a change has happened um, in in, in that matter you know and, and so that is it we're able to pray globally we're able to pray for presidents and kings that don't even know us don't even know you know we're able to pray for them Um, whether we like them or not, because it's our duty. So um, have strong accountability and um, take heed to yourself. Okay, it says take heed to yourself and to the flock to which you have been made overseer. Pray for yourself as well. Pray for your family. Um, You know, ask God for his grace as well, because sometimes we ministers, we can pray for everybody else. We can pray around the world. And the last person we ever remember to pray for is ourselves. And so sometimes we need to pray and say god help me i need this i need strength it's not a crime to have a need please this is so important in times like this because in changing times like this the enemy no doubt is releasing his worst and i'm going to be rounding up soon because i know that the time is fast spent the enemy is trying to you know is releasing his worst but he has failed because you know what we will be standing When he lifts up, uh, you know, comes like against us like a a flood, the Bible says that the Lord will lift up a standard against him. And we have our mouths to open and declare and say, You shall come no further, you know. And so these are things in changing times like this, we must think globally and act locally. And that's it. And I've said that. So I've said it through the news. And so I'm in a local space, but by watching the news or by um, relating, whatsapp text or talking to a friend or another minister or a relative you know in another part of the world may not even be from the same culture or whatever and i hear what's going on then i'm able to act globally i'm able to inculcate that into how i might also reach them but um we're all global now but we must also be able to act locally like in the space where we are in remember our neighbors we will not overlook our neighbors. Remember the good Samaritan, he stopped to take care of that wounded neighbor. The priest, the Levi. they were like, aha, I'm going to the world. I'm going to the world. I'm going for prayer meeting. I'm going for what? And this man was wounded and he was by the road and they passed by him and they didn't stop. But they had their eyes on global. They had their eyes on, I don't know whatever they were going to do with their big Bible, Bibles. And they could not stop. I think that's an example of not acting locally because your eyes are on global. So act locally, let your eyes still be on global, but again, we still need to be aware of what's happening in our locality and be that change agent in that place. You see, if you want to influence what's happening, we must be humble culturally, cultural humility. We need it. Now at this time, this 2020, that we're having this conference um, in the month of July, right? And the Black Lives Matter movement is going on. That is unprecedented. That is separate from the pandemic, but that came in during the pandemic. So there's a lot going on at the same time. The times are changing and that is huge. How does that spell for us ministry-wise? It means that we must be willing to be open to relate with people of other cultures, black, white, red, blue, there's any color like that. (laughs) The color of skin, because I believe our hearts are, are have no color. They're still the same. If you open up a black woman or man, or you open up a Caucasian, Asian, Hispanic man or woman, I think the color of the heart will be the same. The fact that I'm black, or my husband says I'm brown. He's black. I, he says, okay, you are brown. <laughs> I'm black. Okay. The fact that I'm brown doesn't mean my, my heart is brown, and his heart is black, and Caucasian's heart is white. I think it's still the same red-soaked, um, reddish color." um (laughs) that if we had to open because all our hearts are pumping blood so if they open up your heart you they would see red because blood is flowing my blood is not black it's not purple it is red and so but we must be um open and we must be humble um even towards those who hurt us even those who might be um Caucasians are loving people, black people are loving people, Hispanics are loving people. so in every race and in every nationality and every culture you have good people and you also have people who have unconsciously yielded themselves to the enemy to be haters, but we as Christians are not to hate in return. love is our mission. God for John 316 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. He gave, he gave, and Jesus realized that oh I was the given one so. He came down to earth, he lived out his mission, he healed, he went about doing good. and then he was killed, and he resurrected, God raised him up from the dead. I mean he suffered, but when he ascended on high, Ephesians four eleven, and that's where I'm going to end, he he gave gifts unto men. He ascended, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men. Hallelujah. He gave gifts to men. He gave prophets, teachers. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, Ephesians 4.10, And the same one who descended is the, is the same one who ascended higher than all the heavens, that he might fill the entire universe with himself. And now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. And if we read Romans 12, the 12 gifts are spelled out so this is enlarged where you have the gifts of help you have givers you have um gifts of leadership government you know so it's not just limited to these five but these five are to do what we are to equip the body of christ we're to equip the saints we're to equip other people to discover their own gifts and use it and that is where someone who is a wellness coach your gift you are in the body of god then you are a uh, um, gift of helps you belong to the helps so you help people to be better and you also teach them how to be well how to be whole and there are people who are in that mental space so don't think that if you are not a prophet or limited to the five, and in your space you find that you could really become apostolic and very prophetic um even while you are you know talking about food and dieting i and know because god made us spirit soul and body and the body is also important i'm telling you you don't treat this body right Mm, that's it okay the coronavirus what does it attack it attacks people's immune system it attacks the body it's not their spirit man it attacks it attacks the body and they say it well so we can build up immunity take your vitamin C. Be out in the sun so you can at least build up some kind of immunity against it right but we also build up our spirit man because when our spirit man is strong as well <laughs> even when the body wants to go deep spirit will be fighting back Though our outward man perish, our inward man is renewed day by day. That's why you cannot live by the bread only. He says we must live by every word that proceeds from his mouth. He said, man shall not live by bread only. But he didn't say we will not live by he should not eat bread. He said only. Praise God. And some people, there are spaces to teach us that kind of bread we're supposed to eat. So you are not less, you are not inferior to the prophets and the teachers. But the prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, we are to release you. We are to teach you where to encourage you to find your own purpose and run with it so that the end time harvest um, can be can be harvested so there can be more laborers diverse laborers in the field hallelujah so you get the drift now but because we are in changing times unprecedented times we must be wiser we must step up and say lord what is the angle what is the angle what is the you know how and I'm telling you, he will show you. Other people too will teach you. If we are humble, we will listen to young people. Because if you say you want to reach if you want to meet eight-year-olds, you should get into their space and say, "Hey, what makes you tick? What do you like? What you know? Uh, we like rhymes. We like songs. So won't you go and find the word in rhymes? And won't some people go and put the songs in rap form or in rhyme form or in, you know, in form of books that are easy for them to digest? That's why we have student story books that are the Bible. Just gives them the summary before they can now eat the hard one. Do you get? So we've got to be flexible. We can't do things the same old, same old, and say that we are bringing in a harvest. No. But I trust God. I trust God. I trust God. When I began to just have a nudging towards girls on the street, as far back as 99, I mean, I'm like, what are they doing here? This is somebody's. I didn't know that was the way my ministry was going to start, but I was just. Flowing with the burden of my heart until I was able to find a brothel one day. Walked in there, pretended I was looking for a sister who was there. I mean, like my blood sister, and it was a lie, but it was like drama. And when I saw I couldn't act that drama anymore, I just cut to the chase and told this girl I was talking that. Look, look, I'm okay, fine. What are you doing here? I know you don't know me, but I've just come to look out for someone. She became my friend in that place. Led her to Christ and the rest is history and it became really exciting to get into their world to see how people have been broken how people have lost their identity lost their you know living in shame and selling their bodies so what is yours in this season God is moving us to step up and to be I see God calling people higher to um oh thank you Lord Jesus someone might be here and say oh I'm just a pastor don't say just being a pastor is huge but well, you might find your ministry changing and finding yourself very apostolic. You might find yourself planting other things, branches, planting, you might you might just find yourself being a stronger voice, speaking authoritatively in the body of Christ. That means your true calling is coming forth. For you have been faithful in that level, and God is now revealing your a deeper dimension of your calling to you because when we are faithful in little god will give us much he will release greater dimensions or deeper dimensions of what he has called us to so today i can say okay i'm not just that young lady that will go into brothels and talk to girls and you know you know when i have opportunity i still do that i have a team that does that when i have opportunity to be on the street i do not pass it up but again i've moved into the place where i'm also speaking as a voice and releasing people to go into such calling to go into such places I won't say oh it's only the broken I must go to I'm watching no. God is saying Nikkei, you are a voice to the body of Christ and I must use it so I see God calling you higher I see God calling you into deeper things but you've got to be faithful in that which he has called you to first and foremost and so, Father, we thank you, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, that in this few minutes, in this short time that I've had, we've been able, you've been able to use these lips of clay. So much to say, so much to say. But, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're just going to pray right now. I want you where you are to just begin to pray. Put your hand on your heart and pray and just, and just stretch forth your hand and just, just begin to speak. God's word over yourself, just begin to receive grace, if you have been timid, just begin to say, Lord I, I receive boldness ha, I receive boldness instead of timidity, they serve the, the disciple, the apostles after Jesus had left them, though he gave them the Holy Spirit, but they suffered, they were persecuted, but they came back and they prayed for boldness yes, yes. They, they prayed for courage, you know, they prayed for courage, Jesus was now Jesus had left them. Jesus was now online in heaven, so they had to call his number. You know, they couldn't like tap him and wake him up in the boat. You know, before they could be in a boat and there's a storm and Jesus was asleep in the boat, and they're like, "Oh my God, we're going to perish. We're going to perish. Look at this storm!" And then they go and wake him up, and don't you care? We're going to perish, and Jesus will say, "Oh, you have little faith, eh?" when i leave you how will you people cope anyway no problem i'm going to give you the holy spirit this one that you are waking me up you can't solve small storm you cannot solve what about when i go online (laughs) what about when you can't see me anymore hello what about when you can't wake me up when i'm not physically with you hallelujah so that's what i'm saying that for me that's just a revelation that came to me that god has been online since (laughs) or has <laughs> oh, anybody physically held him even when joseph um, moses wanted to see his face and hold him god said no you will not see my face i will it's my back that you will see you i'll just pass by you fiam like that he has been doing online before us online in heaven dial his number thank you lord jesus and there's always um there's always connection at his end if there's a problem with the connection is with your own network at your own end Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, we'll release a mighty pouring of your grace on of your spirit and on your anointing like never before on your sons and daughters upon the young and the old. Thank you, Father, to everyone under the sound of my voice listening right now in the name of Jesus receive grace to walk in your purpose receive grace to fulfill your ministry receive grace for faithfulness in that which has been committed to you receive grace and I declare that in these changing times you will not be intimidated you will work with the tools that the Lord has given you in this season you will see the power of God like never before you will speak words and life will be changed compassion will be released through you like never before through the airways through social media through online through every means available in the name of Jesus and I declare that my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. For yes, the kingdom of God, there is much that is needed. And I tell you, the Lord is supplying it he is providing it. Do not be afraid, do not be overwhelmed. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Let anyone sick in their body right now, Father, I pray for them and I ask for your healing power to flow into them in the name of Jesus. Those who have visited doctors over and over, and the doctors have even given up. Father, whether concerning the fruit of the womb or some sickness, Father, you are the physician of physicians. Lord, just move into their lives, into their bodies. Holy Spirit, do a quick work in them in the name of Jesus. Someone might be sick of COVID-19 right now and ailing and, and wasting away, but in the name of Jesus, we speak that you'll be revived by the word of God. We speak that you be revived miraculously. Someone might have a loved one who is already in a coma and the doctors can't even do much we say in the name of jesus begin to breathe live to fulfill the works of god live to fulfill the works of god thank you father thank you lord Thank you, Father. We receive strength. We've sharpened, you've helped us to sharpen one another. And we're going to run with the cutting edge. We're going to run with the cutting edge. We're not slacking. We're not layback in the name of Jesus. Those of us who are mothers, we declare that the mighty spirit of God comes upon our children. Those of us who are fathers, we say the spirit of God that is upon us comes upon our children. They're not too young to run. They are not too young to run with the word of God. They're not too young to do experts. They're not too young to do whatever God wants them to do from the corner of their world. They're not too young to teach their mates in the name of Jesus. Some will teach their mates even their coursework with the power, with the anointing of God. They're not too young to do what they are. They're not too young to speak out against injustice. They are not too young. Father, baptize us afresh with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let no one remain the same. Thank you, Father, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to communicate this love to to our neighbors to everyone that we meet thank you father thank you for the end time harvest in jesus name i pray amen